Locate us on the web at wcbn.org. 15 seconds remain. Hunwick has it. Forward to Tambellini. Tambellini, he'll shoot. Office box, a box of chocolates. Would I know to stay away? What's that? Hand off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. My name's Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. In a moment, we're going to talk about some really interesting stuff. A movie that you may have seen being filmed around town last year is finally coming out, and a nonprofit is holding a pre-release screening of that movie. We'll hear about them and how a bakery became a cakery. No, wait, a cakery became a bakery, then became a cakery again. Or it was a cakery. And a... Anyway, either way, before we get to the interesting stuff, let's do something really stupid, okay? Because I would really like to clear the workday out of my head, and I think this will clear just about anything you've possibly got in your head. This song is called Chicken Fat. So there you go from right there. A 45 I got, this this thing here, Chicken Fat, at a record fair that WCBN was a part of last weekend. Thank you if you stopped by. It says here, On the 45, a chronicle of cooperation. When President Kennedy announced that the President's Council on Physical Fitness was beginning a physical fitness program for schools, perhaps involving physical fitness, Meredith Wilson went into action on his own. The composer of The Music Man and the unsinkable Molly Brown immediately wrote Chicken Fat as his contribution to the program and proved he could do all the exercises it called for, too. Capitol Records said they could make records of the song and contributed the orchestra, the chorus, the studio, and facilities for recording and manufacturing the records, a big boost for this highly cooperative effort. So, ladies and gentlemen... Composed by Meredith Wilson, recorded by Robert Preston, orchestra and chorus directed by Bernard Green. Ladies and gentlemen, Chicken Fat! Touchdown! Every morning. Okay, that would be a lot funnier with the right speed, I think, so we're just going to hold on. Okay, hold on while I... That that I'm sorry, this, this is too fast for an exercise during dinner, so we're going to... We're going to try that again. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is still good. Push up every morning. Ten times push up. Starting low. Once more on the rise. Nuts to the flabby guys. Oh, you chicken fat. Chicken fat go Left, 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 left Left a good pound and a quarter Was it right, right that it should be left Yes, I left, 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 left Left a good pound and a quarter It was right, left, right that it should be left your toes with me. Ready. 
American ingenuity is capable of anything at all. That's the message I get from that record, aside from giving the chicken fat back to the chicken ten times. That was Robert Preston, composed by Meredith Wilson, Chicken Fat, the fitness song. Well, from chickens to robots. And why not? Because why wouldn't you? So the robot store is at it again, that pesky Liberty Street robot supply and repair Well, not so pesky, really. Actually, the robot store is a benevolent front for 826 Michigan, which is a nonprofit writing and tutoring center for young people in Ann Arbor. The robot store is on Liberty Street, not far from Maine. Tomorrow at 7.30 p.m., there's a benefit for the organization at the Michigan Theater. There's a pre-screening of the movie Five-Year Engagement, which stars Jason Segel, who was the lead male human in the last Muppets movie. He was also in Forgetting Sarah Marshall and a bunch of other movies. It also stars Emily Blunt, who's been in The Devil Wears Prada and other movies. So, as you may remember, five-year engagement was filmed all over Ann Arbor last year, including in a certain bakery or two. It's a comedy about an engaged couple who are having an enormously difficult time actually getting married. You may have seen the poster showing the two actors sullenly eating a slice of huge wedding cake, slumped, down, looking kind of not very happy about the whole thing. So, but about five-year engagement, I just spoke about the event coming up tomorrow and the benefit. I spoke about it with Amanda Uli, who's the executive director of 826 Michigan. Could you tell me about how 826 Michigan got connected to the folks behind this movie and how this all came about, this event? Absolutely. Well, they were filming really local to us. So there was the the fake snow and the big <laughs> cameras and lights that we all remember seeing last spring right around um, our location here on Liberty Street. Um, so we were able to sort of make a connection to the, the crew. And then we found out that the one of the producers actually has a connection to our founder, Dave Eggers. And so it seemed natural that we could do something and collaborate in some way. And I was speaking with the producers while they were here. And we tried really hard to find some way to connect during the time they were here. And it didn't work. So uh, we came up together with the idea of doing a benefit screening um, after they after they left town, and that seems to be uh, working very well. Great. Now there are two sort of a two tiered screening, kind of like a two tiered cake, maybe yes. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that one tier of the cake is sold out, but uh, is food themed and and would be very good. Will be very good for eight to six Michigan. Can you talk about uh, that event? Sure. So there were two levels of tickets on sale initially, and we we put uh, tickets on sale, I think it was um, a month ago, six weeks ago, and within hours, the VIP tickets sold out. So that gets you slightly better seats and a reception afterwards with uh, the director, Nicholas Stoller, who's coming into town, and the producer, Rodney Rothman. Um, so those are sold out, so we can't really, in, in good faith, talk much about those. But However, however, everybody who comes uh, for the general admission tickets will get to taste some delicious Zingerman's wedding cake. And Zingerman's is connected throughout this. They did a lot of filming at Zingerman's, too. They did. So Jason Siegel's character in the film actually works at Zingerman's. He works at the bakehouse, uh, baking bread. You 
probably have a lot of other events at 826 coming up as well, do you? We do. We're continuing with our How to Write Like I Do series um, in early May, and we have a number of other um, events in, on that schedule for adult writers. And then June 21st is our Storymakers Dinner, which is an annual event. This year we're celebrating uh, Rachel DeWaskin and her husband, Zaid Dorn. Rachel actually went to community high school, so some may know her from that, but she also is a best-selling uh, novelist and memoirist and actor. She was on a Chinese soap opera called Foreign Babes in Beijing. Wow. For years, and uh, she wrote a memoir about the experience. It was very unique, as you may imagine. <laughs> and so she'll be talking about that um, and other things. And her husband is Zay Dorn, who's a playwright. Okay. And uh, for those who are just um, don't know necessarily about the business we're sitting in, we're actually sitting in a robot store. Could you give a little introduction to what that is? I'm happy to. So 826 Michigan is actually a writing and tutoring center for school-age students. Uh, but we are tucked sort of behind Liberty Street Robot Supply and Repair. And some people think we're totally different businesses, but we're actually really deeply linked. Uh, the robot store is a wonderful place to buy silly gifts and robot-themed everything, from measuring cups for the kitchen to USB drives or whatever you need. Um, but really, the funds from the robot store cover a lot of the overhead expenses for our nonprofit writing and tutoring center. So we actually cover all of our rent and more than half of our utility costs uh, that way. Okay. Now, some of the things you have in the store, all the, the gifts in the store go towards H6 Michigan. I know I've seen uh, a, uh, robot tears. I, I bought some robot tears, I, have to, I should say, and uh, a robot larynx, too. A lot of robot things. And also, I see there's a little poster board in front of your store that talks about uh, uh, stuff that grows. Can you talk about that? There's a half pint and garden, I believe, one of, the, one of those. Well, we believe that robots need to be gradually given responsibilities. So we have a whole robot responsibility system, and growing things is on that list. I can't remember where in the list is, to be honest, but I don't think it matters. <laughs> I think you just get your robots started wherever they can function, and they can uh, grow things. So we have um, uh, lots of great merchandise. Lots of it's themed. This is spring, so it's time for plants. So that's why we've got that stuff out. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add? Well, I'm just delighted to be on the show. Thank you so much for doing that, and I hope everybody will come out Friday evening for five-year engagement. You can get tickets um, on our website, 826michigan.org, through the very end of the day Thursday. Well, thank you, Amanda. There you have it. That's Amanda Uli, the executive director of 826 Michigan. Tickets to the pre-screening of five-year engagement are available at 826michigan.org tonight until midnight. So five-year engagement is showing at the Michigan Theater tomorrow evening at 7.30. Tickets will be at the door, but they will cost a little more then. However, either way, it's going to benefit 826 Michigan, a nonprofit writing and tutoring center for young people in Ann Arbor. And if you see it on you see it tomorrow, it's a full week before the official release date. So five-year engagement about a couple who is having an enormously difficult time actually getting married. With Jason Siegel, Emily Blunt, Chris Pratt, and Allison Bree. <sighs> oh, sorry. Yes, radio, talking. Right. <clears throat> I love Allison Bree. But yeah, that's a five-year engagement. That's tomorrow at the Michigan Theater and 826michigan.org. So we're going to talk a little more about wedding cake and things like that. And we're going to find out about a bakery that became a cakery that became a bakery or the other way around in just a moment. But first, a song about cake. I think it's only about cake. 
the B-52s?
Oh, yeah. Hope you got that recipe down. That's cake by the B-52s from Mesopotamia. Yeah, it's quarter to seven, and this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. Coming up at seven, it'll be a time to face the music. In the meantime, we were just talking about five-year engagement, which is making a pre-screening uh, it's going to be a pre-screening tomorrow at the Michigan Theater, which is a benefit benefit for 826 Michigan. So five-year engagement was filmed in several parts of Ann Arbor last year, including Zingerman's Bakery, but also Jefferson Market and Cakery, which rhymes. And when you see the movie, you'll see Jefferson Market, but you might not see it exactly well how does that work? Well, I chatted with the owner of Jefferson Market, Mary Rasmussen, about that to uh, figure out what it's all about. There's a location man who came and scouted out the place and said that they might want to shoot a coffee shop scene here. But we had had other people in before, and it never really panned out, so I really didn't think too much about it. But then they came back later and decided that they wanted to shoot, I guess they ended up shooting three different scenes here. And um, instead of using it for the coffee shop scene, they used it for a more extensive scene where we were the inside of Zingerman's. So Zingerman's is, the outside of Zingerman's is the out, is Zingerman's on the outside, and the inside of Zingerman's is us. And then we're also in a scene um, where they're shopping for a wedding cake, and we are the outside of the wedding cake shop, and someplace in L.A. is the inside of the wedding cake shop. See, they had to do a lot of renovations inside here, didn't they? Well, they did. They took out um, the pastry case, all of the seating. They pretty much took everything out up front. They put in a new floor over the top of our existing floor, brought in two new deli cases, which that is amazing it's just a huge undertaking that alone and then um, hung signs all up and all the zingerman signage and um, neon sign in the front window that kind of thing and then they had to and they also built the the big bread case that zingerman's has they built that here and then they had to stock everything and uh, what were you doing in the meantime (laughs) we were trying to um, produce wedding cakes while they were doing all of this Um, And we did, uh, and then we got out of their way as fast as we could so that they had the place to themselves. And we were closed for about five days, I think. It it was a lot of fun. Um, My daughter attempted to be an extra in the film. That didn't work out, but some of her girlfriends are in the film as extras, and... um, it, it was fine. It was, it was actually a lot of fun. I, I'm interested to see the movie and see what our part in it is. Hey, it's the B-52s again. They're still on about that cake. Must be some kind of cake. So, we were just talking a bit about... uh, We were just talking to Mary from uh, Jefferson Market and Cakery, which you can see in the movie Five-Year Engagement, uh, disguised as Zingerman's Bakery, except where it isn't. So I hope you got that down. Um, Now, 826 Michigan is on Liberty Street with the robot store on Liberty, and that brings to mind... A short-lived business farther west on Liberty and First Street. Remember Two Frank Sausages? Yeah, me too. Okay, so it was fake, and it was created for the movie Youth in Revolt, which had large parts of it filmed in Ann Arbor in 2008. Whatever happened to Two Frank Sausages? Huh? Whatever happened to that play? Well, it's like this, really. So Nick Twisp 
played by Michael Cera, is in a big old car with his rebellious alter ego, Francois, played by Michael Cera, who wants to blow up the car. Okay, follow? Good. So they're on Liberty Street, just south of Ashley, on that incline. Well, in the movie, they're actually in California, but they're on Liberty Street in real life, so, you know. So there they are, and uh, Francois has accidentally or not unleashed a trailer that was hitched to the car, which rolls down that incline on Liberty, causes two cars to crash into each other, sends patrons of two Frank sausages fleeing, crashes into the patio, wrecking it. And while people are reacting to it... Uh, Francois nonchalantly gets out of his car. Here he is, getting out of the car. Which starts rolling down the hill with the two spilled tanks of oil in the back seat, cueing the dramatic music, sending Nick Twisp scrambling, struggling to stop the car. But, but... So that's what happened to two Frank sausages. Yep, just another day in Ann Arbor. Oh, well. So, yeah, that's what happened in the movie there. So, okay, moving right along to something a little more peaceful. The Ecology Center is holding its eighth annual Dance for the Garden, which is over at Downtown Home and Garden. It's a, it's a fundraiser for the Ecology Center. It's this Saturday from 8 to 11 p.m. The party's going to feature dancing, live music by FUBAR, local food, costumes, and more. That's all at Downtown Home and Garden. That's this Saturday from 8 to 11 p.m. That's at 210 South Ashley. Well, I'm ready for another song about cake. Actually, I'm ready for another cake. But let's start with uh, the music first, shall we? Cutting the cake? I nearly lost my breath My heart stopped and I held my chest How could it be true? How could it be true? I bought ten copies of the paper I tried to buy them all but no, they wouldn't let me How could it be true? How could it be true? Wallpaper in my wall. I took it to work to make copies so I could paper the whole damn house. How could it be true? How could it be true? Well, I scanned it to me so I could show it to my out-of-town friends. I wrote a letter to the editor to give praise and a mention to the names they forgot. Oh, and those answers, they didn't question. And all those answers, they didn't question. So what's one to do with all this fame and glory? Hire a PR firm to tell the rest of the story. How could it be true? How could it be true? Quick, so I can make the four o'clock news. I know it's only local, but if it's how what they choose, how we'll celebrate over dinner, maybe dancing too. And who can?
cut the cake without any warning. I'll pick up the cake with my special knife into tiny little pieces for every fella's wife. Cut the cake without any warning. I hook up the cake with my special knife into tiny little pieces for every fella's wife. How could it be true? How could it be true? Oh, the fiery furnaces, and that is Cut the Cake. Boy, those fiery furnaces, they're no average white band, let me tell you that. (laughs) A little bit of musical humor. Very, very, very little bit. This is Pandora's Lunchbox coming up on the end of the show, coming up to time to face the music with Arwolf. But I want to mention a couple more things. From the Huffington Post, Detroit, Dine and Drive in the D, Detroit's first food truck rally, is coming to Detroit's new center at 11 a.m. tomorrow with 12 vendors. A new endeavor called Cheese Wizard will make its debut at the event, Cheese Wizard, along with Ann Ann Arbor's Grilled Cheese Connoisseur's Cheese Dream, and area food truck veterans like Treat Dreams and El Guapo Grill. The Farbman Group is sponsoring the event with the Michigan Mobile Food Vendors Association. The asset manager for Farbman says there are more than 3,000 people in the area looking for lunch each day, so why not bring lunch right to them? So the Detroit's first food truck rally is tomorrow at the new center starting at 11 a.m., Nearly 3,000 people showed up for the first Street Eats food truck rally in Royal Oak in the cold of February, according to this article. The event was so successful that Royal Oak will now hold Street Eats events on the second Wednesday of every month, and Detroit's food truck rally tomorrow is billed as the largest and longest the region has seen, and it could become a regular thing. So, food trucks, yes. I wish I could find Chicken Truck by Southern Culture on the skids to play for you right now, but almost the next best thing by a wide margin, maybe, is Spinal Tap. Yes. Spinal Tap, and, well, this is from their their Where Are They Now file. This is Cups and Cakes to end our cake theme tonight. I've been Mike for a while. You've been listening to Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Everybody now. That's not Cups and Cakes, but let's see. That actually sounded much better than Cups and Cakes, but I'm afraid Cups and Cakes is what you're going to get. Just a moment now. Let's see if I can play this at the wrong speed like I did that chicken fat song. No, not the wrong speed. Okay, here we go. Spinal Tap. Cups and Cakes. Cups and Cakes. 
what good things mother makes You've got to take tea, won't you take it with me What a gay time it will be Cups and cakes, cups and cakes Please make sure that nothing breaks The china's so dear and the treacle's so clear And I'm glad that you are here Milk and sugar, bread and jam Yes, please, sir, and thank you, man Here I am Cops and cakes, cops and cakes I'm so full Tommy aches How sad it must end But I'm glad I'd a friend Sharing cups and cakes With me And cakes with me It's 7 o'clock This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3 megahertz give or take a megahertz. We're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement. It's time for Face the Music as vintage recordings, traditional jazz, and other analgesics. I'd like to introduce Jimmy Noon and his Apex Club Orchestra. (laughs) 